0: Welcome everyone. Uh, This is another edition of uh, Talk With TT and I'm really pleased to have Tim Rose with me. Welcome Tim. Uh, Good morning Terry. It's great to see you. I have known Tim for I think 32 years when I was at Central Baptist Church as a wee snapper. He once broke into my home and filmed uh, my home when I was leaving that church Um, but he's a a dear friend Um, and tell us uh, about um, you, your family, for those listeners who don't know you.
1: Well, uh, I was brought up in Ingatestone, Stone, just outside Chelmsford, and we went to uh, Chelmsford Baptist Church, or now called Central Baptist Church. Uh, and then uh, I met uh, my wife, uh, Jacqueline, um, about 20, 21 years ago, and uh, she wanted to settle in a new town. And so we went to uh, move to Colchester and then I settled in at this uh, church. Um, and That was about uh, 19, 19, 20 years ago. And uh, I have a son called Joshua who came along in 2006. Great. And he's great. about five foot 11. He's lovely. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And, and you've been a deacon at um, Colchester Baptist Church for a while, haven't you?
1: Yeah, I, I think uh, after uh, after eight years, they throw you out uh, for a year and then I'm back uh, back in. So, yes, quite a few years, I would say, probably yeah. about um, 13, maybe more. Yeah. I'm, I've got a, a series of questions
0: and um, uh, we're, we're doing a slightly different perspective uh, for Tim because Tim is an amazing guy who's got Um, a vision big vision of serving using his skills and his passion and his insights Um, and uh, we're just going to talk about some of those ministries that you're involved with Um, and if I might begin with the baptist scene so you're a tell us about baptist insurance and the european baptist federation what do you do with them
1: Well, the Baptist insurance are experts in insurance, so I will give a plug. (laughs) We're non-profit, and any money we get, we plough back into frontline evangelistic mission. So uh, there's a number of people in the church, like Lindsay uh, and Simon, who have had uh, money and even opened door um, from from our grants. Um, I chair the investment committee. Insurance is generally... uh, uh, the revenue or the profits are made on uh, underwriting and investment. And so therefore it's quite a, quite a key committee that uh, we do get our investments correct and right. And we tend to invest in uh, uh, green funds or ESG funds. Um, so helping the environment uh, running on good governance. So I chair that committee and I, um, it's, uh, yeah, it's, uh, we have, yeah, so that's good. So I also sit on the grants committee. We have three members of the board on that committee and two external uh, com- uh, advisors like uh, Chris Duffett, who you might know. Yeah. And uh, Nigel Coles is a regional Baptist minister. Great. And um, yeah, so that's what I do. Um, I also, many of you might have heard of the international Baptist ceremony that used to be in Rishlikon in, in Prague and they moved, uh, sold the building and moved to uh, Amsterdam. And they're now expanding all the courses. And uh, I sit on uh, the uh, the fund, or um, the, the Swiss for Iron actually gives them a grant. And so I, I chair the investments, and I'm the vice president now, which uh, there's sure. only three of us. Um, but there's Tony Peck's uh, also a member. So that's really good. Uh, it's a real boost. I mean, uh, you know, it's wonderful, wonderful uh, time. That's great. OK, uh, then
0: let's move to the Diocese of Chelmsford and the Vine School
1: Trust. Tell us about that, please. Yeah, I got, in, I got involved really through the Institute of Directors. They wanted some external, uh, the Vine multi-academy trust, uh, wanted external uh, directors that had Outside of education, to give them a breadth of uh, experience. And after about six months, the chairman uh, left, and uh, therefore, uh, I suppose uh, I was the anyway. Anyway, so I've I've been doing that, and I'm now in my second term. And we've got 23 schools, mm-hmm. uh, they're primary schools. So we try and obviously uh, emphasise the Christian uh, influence and life in all its fullness. So that's where using the the vine as the example. And so therefore, my role has been to get um, some uh, new directors also on the board who are very passionate, uh, particularly Christians that can actually, you know, really add some real value uh, for the benefit of the children. Cool. That's brilliant.
0: Um, Then talk about uh something quite different but really important the institute of directors what is the institute of directors if anyone's
1: never heard well, of well well it's a it cost me a bit of money to join every year <laughs> but basically it tries to upskill uh uh directors of large companies and small companies um so they're better equipped um in making business decisions uh, that they think ahead and um, I've been involved really uh, on their chartered director uh, program, which is sort of the premier qualification for directors. So that's uh, um, so that's good because it gives you a framework mm. to look at a business mm. and to run that business under best practice, um, and gives you a wider perspective mm. um, as well. So um, that's quite interesting. That's voluntary, mm. um, but you're always learning. Yeah. Um, but going to different meetings um different board meetings you generally learn and take away uh something from other other business people that's great and then something that
0: we serve together on uh dna which stands for dynamic new anglican networks wasn't it originally
1: oh, yeah that's right <laughs> uh, which is well, terry in... <laughs> yeah. well terry uh, yeah yeah so see you uh, Yes, you—the uh, one introduced me to DNA—was uh, yes. twenty years ago, and uh, it was a church planting uh, movement mm. uh, run by uh, the Reverend uh, David and Janie Bills, and they wanted to look at a slightly different way of doing church, mm. uh, more uh, multiplication uh, with church plants, upskilling, supporting, and sending people out, and uh, it's uh, it's changed over the over the period. Uh, it's still a really uh, two objectives one's for uh, faith sharing uh, evangelism and church planting but it's also to help the marginalized and the last five years they are I suppose the 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 force the um, the go-to place for resettling refugees mm-hmm. um, into essex and they've won another contract with essex uh, uh, wow. County Council. That's great. It's great people have come. Absolutely nothing. Mm. Absolutely nothing. And they provide them. They find a home. Uh, they kit it all out. We have a befrienders group from all the churches, where they take people to the doctor's surgery, the hospital appointments, and they help them with translation
0: mm.
1: and um, getting the kids into school. All their needs really. Um, are catered for, and they support them up to five years Great. once they're in, uh, once they're resettled. Which parts of
0: the world have recently people come from? Well, recently,
1: we've had um, uh, Syrians. Uh-huh. Um, we've had uh, prior to that, we had quite a few from Afghanistan,
0: uh-huh.
1: um, you know, and Iraq, and some of the they were they've been uh, they were interpreters. Um, Generally, helping our, our British forces, yeah. and they were offered a chance to resettle. Some of them have come from terrible situations mm. where their families have been killed, their wives have been beheaded in front of them. So, mm. you know, you yeah. I don't do the work. I'm just sit really making sure we got the structure and uh, yeah. the right person running it. So, yeah. you know, um, I you've done really amazing work. Credit. I can't really take any credit uh, for for that. But uh, yeah. I play a, a small part in running the trustees meetings.
0: Yeah, but that's a really important thing is what you and the trustees have done is of re-gear DNA to move into this area of refugee care. And it's brilliant, really it's brilliant. And some of the most damaged people in the world who've seen war and violence that none of us hopefully will ever see, which leads me on to the final uh, ministry you're involved with which is really important is renew
1: counselling in Chelmsford yeah and um, again you know I was asked to uh, <laughs> would I, uh, and Chris Norris the previous oh, uh, lovely uh, the minister at uh, 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 Chelmsford Baptist uh, he was uh, a past chair and I've been the chair uh, for about 11 years now I don't say that's good corporate governance uh <laughs> Um, but it used to be called West Ham Central Mission. So it had a, it has a long, rich history uh, going back 118, 20 years. And uh, we're now really providing low-cost counselling. Um, we do 12 to 14,000 counselling hours a year awesome. across two main sites in Basildon in and uh, We've got an eating disorder clinic. Uh, we've got a degree course and diploma course specialists in young young people's work and training at Anglia Ruskin University and it's low-cost counselling so if you can't afford it you come to us and they will give you the best clinical support with care uh, in a Christian environment. That is fabulous,
0: wow. And you're a deacon of CBC (laughs) and you lead Connect and you're chairman of, we haven't talked about Open Door, but we won't go there uh, because most people in our church know about Open Door, which is an amazing ministry to the people who are less fortunate in Colchester. Um, The second question, as we think about a lot of these ministries, which are charitable companies, how have you seen charities you serve manage during the pandemic? Um, because income, meeting people, how have they adapted?
1: Yeah, uh, well, uh, tough really. Um, I think uh, what I've noticed is that they care for the people, uh, which is slightly different. Um, there's great nurture and support going on by the CEOs. Um, the Barber Society, has uh, been absolutely fantastic in looking after, and they always had breaks at Zoom meetings. Um, that's just a small sign, but they've lost, you know, in huge amounts of income because even though there's some of the some of the publications are doing exceptionally well, um, you know, the Bible course,
0: mm.
1: you know, and uh, the new Youth Bible,
0: mm. great,
1: fantastic, but uh, in general, a big loss in income. Mm. Of which they're having to to manage. Yeah. Um, on the counselling, we haven't obviously uh, furloughed many staff. Mm. Um, we probably I'm trying to remember about seventy eight staff. So the few didn't want to uh, have face to face meetings, but now uh, now everyone's either face to face or on on uh, on Zoom. So we had to upgrade our IT system. So we had to spend some investment money that we didn't have
0: yeah
1: um uh you know to actually be able to uh, deliver and to support where the needs are mm-hmm. so it's been tough for quite a few yeah organisations despite yeah. them having a buffer uh, maybe of uh, you know of, of cash
0: mm-hmm. that's great thank you and uh, it's it's a Poignant reminder for us as Christians uh, about our giving, isn't it? And how we pray that God leads us not only to support the local church, but other Christian ministries locally, regionally, internationally. So thank you for what you do in supporting these these incredible uh, ministries. Now, the third question is, Tim, a Bible passage, a hymn or song that means a lot to you. What have you got for us?
1: Uh, well, um, being relatively young uh, in mind, <laughs> um, is. Any, anything to do with Matt Redman, um, you know, and there's certain times, uh, I don't know how uh, you are, and I can remember singing certain songs in certain places. Mm. And uh, I remember ringing, uh, singing with all my heart, Matt Redman. Um, And that was uh, back in Rodney Sawtell's day, and I was in the gallery. Oh, really? And and, uh, tears were streaming down my my face. And it's, bless the Lord, oh, my soul, oh, my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like never before. Oh, my soul, I'll worship your holy name. And Mm. uh, I can't wait to get back to church where we can all meet together and join and sing that song.
0: Yeah, it's a beautiful song. And I think that's been the hardest thing for me is not being able to sing together and worship God through song. And yeah, that's wonderful.
1: Okay, and a Bible passage. Well, uh, probably uh, like many people, Jeremiah 29, verse 11, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. And I think you know whatever uh, whatever situation you're in, we all have highs and lows. We all have challenges, and um, I think I, I think it helps for me that heaven's our destination, mm-hmm. and therefore the things that we face sometimes in life mm-hmm. are really, you know, God put them in perspective, mm-hmm. and so we know that God's got a plan for all of us, and we know ultimately where that plan uh, takes us, and it's a very wonderful place.
0: Yeah, that's wonderful, Tim. Thanks for sharing those. That's really good. Okay, our final question. Um, As we often, often uh, Christians in church often think of just church, don't they? And there's been a real movement, certainly I've been part of um, Christians in business who, like yourself, um, have seen that Business as mission is part of our calling. So I want to ask you the question, how can we at CBC as a church support, pray for businesses, encourage uh, business entrepreneurs and innovators as we come out of the pandemic? People often say the best time to start a business is when you, you're in a recession, or when you're under duress because you know there are new opportunities, so how can we pray support, encourage? what would you recommend? Well,
1: I think that all uh, all businessmen it's a tough job um, making you know decisions which means that you know if you make the wrong one that people could lose their job um, or you make the right ones and you know things can all go well mm. and therefore I think if you can support by ringing the entrepreneur up, giving him some advice. If you've got those skills, um, you know, to offer some advice, to be there for the person, to support them when they might have made it not such a best, uh, you know, uh, a decision. So just to actually support them because I think people think, oh, you run a business, you must be brilliant or, uh, you know, oh, aren't you, aren't you fortunate? But actually, a lot of business people that I see have so much more pressure and um, they often look after the employees more than they do themselves. And that's in time as well as money.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So encourage, listen, pray for them. Well, I mean, uh, it's like these are tough days. I was talking to a leader uh, who runs a, a small business um, uh, association across the UK. And, you know, there are some who perhaps are getting towards the end of their career and they're saying, well, I don't want to take the bounce back loans because that means I've got to pay another 10 years or whatever. I might just sort of close the business up. And um, so there's a lot of stress and pressure Um and I know that, you know, you've been involved in uh, senior positions in business and, and still do it on the boards. But um, if I could just ask what sustains you, what keeps you um, centred in Christ? Um, yeah. What,
1: what tips could you give? Well, yeah, I, I think it's putting things in perspective. Yeah. And uh, in the uh, in the lockdown. I've been uh, clicking into premier radio at six o'clock walking the dogs each morning and it, uh, with a uh, a ministry called David Jeremiah um, comes from America, but absolutely spot on and it just it sets things in perspective um, and takes you away from the focus um. because your problems uh, as it says in the Psalms, there's always someone who's got greater problems than you have. Oh. And actually, we've got a we've got a heavenly father who walks with us. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying it's easy now uh, all, all the time, but uh, we're not alone.
0: That's fantastic, Tim. Really great wisdom. Thank you about perspective and reminding ourselves of who we belong to in God. It's been lovely having you with us on this podcast. Thank you so much for all you do for our young people and these wider ministries. Uh, You're a, a dear man to us, and we're so grateful for your service. Thank you.